Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for healers, coaches, and changemakers who are seeking answers, hungry for impact, and open to possibilities. Join us for casual and epic conversations for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to activate their limitless wealth through the power of unity consciousness and quantum numerology. The key to claiming your personal power, activating your purpose, and creating infinite possibility in your world. I am so excited for yet another epic Rebel Radio conversation with my brand new friend, Michelle Henderson. Welcome to the show, Michelle. I'm so grateful that you're here today. Well, so am I. Thank you so much. I'm real excited about our conversation today. Mm, it's always juicy at Rebel Radio. I love it. Absolutely. So before we went live, as always, I shared a little bit of your numerology with you and just touched the surface of it. And I'm curious, what was something that really stood out to you in what I shared? <laughs> oh, the number one thing is always using creativity with my mind, always, you know, working constantly, not being quiet because it's always trying to create solutions and just create. And um, in my life, I've gone job to job to job to try that creation. And you're right. I never finish anything. And my <laughs> husband would agree with you. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And you know, that energy is one of you know, you're constantly in the mind and thinking and finding creative solutions, which is super powerful in your work that we're going to talk about in a minute. But it doesn't fit in a box, which most of us don't fit in boxes. Very That's true. <laughs> that is true. But you know what? I am so glad that we don't because everybody is so different. That's right? what makes the world go round. How boring would it be if we all lived in boxes? Very yes. <laughs> <laughs> square. Right? I don't do square around here. So tell me a little bit about who Michelle is. Well, just like we, we talked about creativity and trying to find solutions. But no, um, at the, and I, I'll go back to my childhood a little bit because I know that we're all on a different journey and we're all trying to figure it out and everything. Mm -hmm. um, and just, you know, it kind of led to where I am now. And uh, so I grew up in the, I was called the Bible Belt of Texas. Ah, yeah. Everything is square. Nothing is outside the box. And this was actually in the 70s. So things have changed a little bit. Mm -hmm. But of course, the thinking um, did not change. In other words, you had to follow that rule, you know, the Bible, the rule and everything. And of course, everything I'm doing now was considered, you know, don't open that door. It's a little evil. It's un the fear of the unknown. But I could feel energy and I knew that it was an evil. I knew it was very spiritual. Yeah. So so I kind of closed the door. But spirit, you know, as, as spirit does, comes knocking on my door. And I did the mm -hmm. spiritual awakening. Um, and so they, they kept trying to get my attention. And I'm going, I know you're there. <laughs> but, but at first I'm going, I think I'm going crazy. Because, you know, you keep hearing those voices and, and it's my voice that they, they use a lot of times. But I went to psychic medium and, and she explained everything that was going on. But just to cut, kind of fast forward, I had kids, I taught school, I used it every, my intuition every day. But right before COVID happened, I had a, another spiritual awakening. And I said, I told my husband, I said, you know what, it's time for me to come out as a psychic medium. 
And he said, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. And he was, and I, t- I reminded him, I said, you know what? You didn't say that when we were in our twenties, you were afraid <laughs> of it as well. <laughs> um, but you know, everybody evolves, you know, this, and thank goodness we did evolve the same way. And um, so since then I've met so many people with the same story mm-hmm. that we're just trying to all figure it out. But but to answer your question, I, I hope that I come across as being very spiritual and genuine and hopefully my authentic self now. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. So you you are a medium. Can you tell yes. our audience, for those of, those of those of us who may not know what that is, can you explain what mediumship is? Absolutely. So mediumship is connecting on the other side of the veil, as they say, you know, um, it takes a lot of energy. I know we've talked about energy to get up there. And what what they do is they come halfway and I come halfway. I'm almost like a channel. And whenever I have a client and they want to connect to a loved one, I go connect. I go directly to that loved one. Mm -hmm. And the main purpose of mediumship is to get a message from a loved one because there's always a purpose in it. And a lot of times, a lot of my clients are going through the grieving process. And it's always important, especially with mediumship, just to let you know, if you just lost somebody, it's not real good to try to connect with them because you're still going through that grieving. And um, so mediumship is very effective um, in the healing process, but not in the very beginning. Spirit's Mm -hmm. always there. You know, your loved ones are always there. But hopefully uh, with my clients, I always try to help them heal that way. Um, And I'm also a psychic as well. And that is a little bit different from mediumship. Mm -hmm. So with psychic readings, I connect soul to soul connection. Um, with the person to try to help guide them in some area in their life. And the number one thing is they always want to know about their love life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what can I do to help my love life? But I can help them, you know, spiritually um, help guide them um, spiritually, health wise, financial wise. And that's where we use the cards as a tool. Mm-hmm. I use a lot of my intuitiveness, but people love cards. Oh, they it's do. Almost, I know. <laughs> I know, right? And I don't go anywhere them, without my deck of cards. See, and, I, and I tell them it's almost like Harry Potter and the wand. You know, <laughs> it's not, he, he's doing the magic, but the wand is kind of like his tool, his right hand, yeah. and it brings the magic out. Yeah, I love that so much. Um, I love that you touched on the mediumship and not not or waiting until you've gone through a majority of the grieving process because i know i lost my dad when i was 16 and uh there were things that occurred in that time that didn't make a lot of sense to me mm-hmm. in the grief right and right. i used to channel poetry when i was really young when i was 13 14 and it would come through and i would always say i didn't write that like my pen just moved on its own and when my dad passed away, it stopped, right? I had oh, just right. turned it off. And yeah. then all of a sudden in the grieving process, something broke open in me and I wrote a poem. And that poem had things in it that my mom told me only my mom and dad knew. They had never mm-hmm. explained it to me, never told it to me. And to this day, I still believe that that was dad coming in saying, Absolutely. Okay, I've got it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, and good for you, because a lot of times when you're too close to the situation, 
um, to the person who has crossed over, it's real hard to channel them anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have a difficult time channeling my peeps, my family. Yeah. Um, it's just because sometimes you know too much. A lot of times mm-hmm. I like how you said that you wrote down things that your mom uh, didn't know that you would have known. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. So that's when, and I always tell the people, my clients, do not tell me anything because if you do, um, sometimes my ego gets in the way and I don't mm-hmm. know if it's myself talking or if it's spirit. Right. So it's much better to go cold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So tell us a little bit. I asked this question of every guest that comes on the show and I'm curious to know your definition. What is unity consciousness? Oh my goodness. Everyone. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Unity consciousness. So we, you know, we are all connected. We come from the same source and that's why a lot of times, you know, when somebody goes, I'm not connected to that person who, you know, murders somebody. And it's like, Oh yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, you, are. you know, we, we are all here to learn on the same pathway and we go back to the same source. Yeah, I love that so much. And I love that you bring that up that, you know, murderers and all the people that we judge as being horrible people, we are still connected to them too. And I love that definition because it means that everyone and everything belongs. Mm-hmm. There is no separation, right? right. And right. so we can see, and of course we judge murderers or whatever. Oh, yes. Right? That's, our, that's our human, human, right. you know, in society. Right. Yeah. yeah. And the unity, I think, invites us into less judgment around that. We may not agree with their actions, but we can still love the human because we are connected to them. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I love it. So I know that you practice mediumship. So obviously you're deeply connected spiritually, but I'm curious what kind of mm, rituals or habits do you have in place that help you stay connected to unity consciousness? Oh my gosh, that is a wonderful question. <laughs> because, because, you know, uh, like what we just said is sometimes we get our human factor in it. And that's that's the number one thing is you do have to remember that we are spiritual beings trying to be that human experience. Yeah. So sometimes that human comes in and I go, you know what? I'm supposed to learn that. It's okay. So mm-hmm. whenever something happens, I, you know, I, there's my creative mind trying to figure out what am I supposed to learn from this? Right. Instead of, instead of being depressed and, you know, looking at your situation and such, because it, some situations are horrible mm-hmm. and I don't mean to do light on that, but sometimes we have to dive deep and try to be strong and find that barrenness. You know, I can get through anything. Um, but, um, but yeah, so in a lot, in a lot of self-care in boundaries. So, um, and as, you know, as a human, I burned myself in, out in my jobs mm-hmm. and that was telling me I need to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. So a lot of really going back into your heart, taking that self-care, going outside, being with nature, you know, is the number one thing as well so that you can keep your spirituality and your energy up as yeah. well. Yeah. And I, and I do set boundaries. So I'm not always connected to the spiritual world. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm not working, you know, and a, and a spirit comes in, I'll say, you know, right now I'm doing my human experience. So I'm not talking right now, even though I know they yeah. stay, <laughs> but I'm not communicating with you right now. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Absolutely. I think that's so important, um, especially, I mean, we talk about channeling on Rebel Radio quite a bit, and I think that's so important to discern that because oftentimes we think we're at the whim of the spiritual experience and that these things come in, these beings come in or our guides, and we have to listen to them in that moment. And I love that you said that. It's like, no, I'm being human right now. I'll listen to you later. <laughs> well, and, and they're not, you know, they're there for support. They're not there to really tell you what to do or, you know, tell you this is, you know, I'm going to interfere with your life. You had a contract with them before you were born. And so they're there just for support. Yes. So yeah, you are in totally control of your environment and in your life. I love that too, you know, because I've heard lots of people who want to learn to deepen their intuition so that they can be told what to do. And that's not how it works. (laughs) In my experience, my guides have never told me what to do. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, whenever I do a reading, especially a psychic reading and some, you know, advice comes up and they're going, hell no, I'm not going to do that. It's like, well, good for you. (laughs) then you can change your destiny. If the cards say something you don't like, then change it. Yeah. You know, sometimes we've got to hear something we don't want to hear so that we can make changes. Yeah. Oh, so good. I love that. So how would you say as an entrepreneur that, you know, we've been inundated with this online marketing of you've got to have all these pieces together and the pretty graphics and the funnels and the sales pages and all the noise. So how would you, how do you feel we can change the patterns of that old school marketing that living in the box, you got to do it this way and start acting as conscious entrepreneurs? Oh, I love it. Um, Connecting with people in the same business. You know what I'm saying? Surround yourself with people that have the same goal in mind. Yeah. Word of mouth, and it really gets around more, much more effective than being on. Mm-hmm. And and I really, and I, I do want to say, podcast and having conversations are important. Yeah. I mean, even though we're advertising, like you and I are having a conversation that yeah. somebody might need to hear. Yeah. So you know, and I, so that's yeah. So under yeah, advertising and being on uh, social media will wear you out. Uh huh. So very careful. <laughs> been there, done that. Yes. yes. And that's to me. That's why Rebel Radio began in the first place was because mm-hmm. I wanted to have conscious conversations with people such as yourself. Mm-hmm. And two and a half years later, here we are, rocking and rolling, and it's not a promotion show. Very rarely does anything get promoted on rebel radio, but if somebody right. loves you and they're like, I want to know more about this mediumship, they can find you. Oh, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. And, you know, and absolutely. And, and hopefully they learn from the conversation yeah. because, you know, think about in the sixties or seventies where, well, you know, <laughs> that kind of dates me uh, <laughs> where we were in society and now where we are now. I mean, it just, and that was all conversational that takes place from generation to generation. Exactly. 
Exactly. Yeah. And the awakening and in the awakening, it can be confusing. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Absolutely. Who's talking to me right now? Right. And so having these conversations makes it feel less weird, less out there and more of it's okay. It's all good. These beings are meant to be talking to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, and they do tend to talk to you when you're not thinking. It's almost like you're almost like driving a car, you know, your subconscious is, you know, taking over. Um, but they used to really try to talk to me during movie time. Oh. <laughs> when I was in a theater and I'm going, okay, we'll talk later. And Can finally, down in the back. <laughs> yeah, let me watch my movie that I paid $15 for. So. I love it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They like to come in at the at the strangest times. I know I've yes. had some experiences yes. where I'm like, now? Yes. No. Yeah, yeah, no, oh, yeah. Those boundaries. Boundaries, <laughs> <Right>? boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> so Tell me a little bit, as an entrepreneur, as a spiritual being, having a human experience, what does wealth mean to you? Oh, my goodness. Wealth can mean so many different things. It does not mean money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so wealth can mean that as long as you have shelter, you I'm going real basic, you know, right. you have food, um, you have friends, you have that spirituality, you have clothes, um, you have support, that is wealth. Um, money will not bring you because a lot of people will say, oh, if you think about money, it will come to you, you know, manifest money to you. Money is not money will not make you happy. Sometimes it will bring more problems into your life. Mm -hmm. So I think just, yeah, being spiritual and being connected in and being happy, that is wealth. Yeah, I love that so much. And, you know, one of the things I used to be so driven by money, that was like my MO. It's just work harder so I can make more money. That right. didn't work out very well. Let me just do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you keep wanting more, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So you, yeah. the more money, the more you keep raising your standard up a little bit. Yeah, but I think for me, what I've experienced is the more that I'm in alignment, the more that I'm connected to God, the more mm -hmm. that I'm doing the things that light me up, that I am living in alignment with my core values, the money just shows up as a reflection of that. Oh, that's true too. Yes. And it just shows absolutely. up to play because it's like, hey, you're doing you. Do you want to right. do, do together? <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's yeah. not an obsessive thing. So yeah, I think if it becomes an obsessive thing and that's all you think about, you're right. It won't, you know, come into play and you won't be happy. Right. I always think of money as the same way of, I think of a, a, an intimate relationship is, you know, money walks up to your door and knocks on the door. Are you hanging out on the couch in your pajamas? You haven't brushed your teeth and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go unload the dishwasher. Or you <laughs> run to the door and greet your money and go, oh my God, I'm so glad you're here. Let's play. Right. Yeah. You know, I was an, an educator for 30 years, so that's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. So as an entrepreneur, what is one thing that you wish every single entrepreneur knew? Oh my goodness. To believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. um, for one, to know that you are capable of doing, don't think, oh, I can't do what that other person is doing. That mm -hmm. is bull. You can, yeah. you can do anything that you put your heart to and you've got to believe in yourself is the number one thing goosebumps yes yeah. 
I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh, Michelle, the time goes so fast it on does. the radio all the time. And I feel like I could talk to you all day long. But as always, I end the show with one last question. What do you dream of for the world? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I really, you know, just like what we're talking about, I hope that everybody finds their true self. They find their spirituality. They're able to be happy and know that things happen for a reason and to keep their faith that mm. it's going to be okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that so much. Thank you for being on the show today, Michelle. Thank it's you so fun. much. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for another epic episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired and wish to expand the message of unity consciousness, please share this episode, leave a review, and of course, if you want to know how to leverage this information in your own life and business, check out our website or contact us for more information. It is time for us all to seize our personal power, come into unity, and create massive impact together. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.